This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, please give us a call at 480-284-6393 or you can reach us toll free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com and while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, everybody likes to make a buck, right? And for most of us, we don't have much of a choice. We have to put enough money in our pocket to pay our bills. So we get up every day and head off to our job, happy to do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. But alas, not everyone thinks this way. In reality, there are financial con artists out there just waiting to rip off good and honest people. Some of their schemes are complex, and some of them are so simple it's amazing they ever get away with it. On today's show, we're going to take a look at some of the more common financial scams and what you can do to help protect yourself. But before we venture further into the world of financial scams, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore who I'm happy to report is one of the most ethical and stand-up people I know. Oh, that's nice of you to say, Aaron. Uh, I'll take that. But, uh, you know, I I always say, take care of your family, look out for your neighbors, always tell the truth. Uh, That's my motto. So uh, It's a good one. Words to live by. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I like, um, you know, before the show, we were talking about uh, TV shows that we watch. Mm -hmm. uh, And that line and and being a stand-up person, uh, reminds me of uh, the TV show Bosch with the detective. I don't know if you've ever seen the show or read the books, but um, his motto is uh, everybody counts or no one counts. Oh, and I like that. That's Those are words to live by. But unfortunately, there are people out there uh, who, who prey on people and scam people. And it's just it's terrible. It makes me angry that people do that and take advantage of other people that way, especially seniors, and that's not a good thing. But we'll we'll talk about some things. I know you've got a lot of uh, tips for us uh, on what to avoid and look for out there to protect our our finances. So uh, I've been good, though. Other than that, been great. How about you, Aaron? What have you been up to? Well, my football team is not doing so well, my <laughs> Cleveland Browns. So I try to yeah. focus on other things in my life, maybe my family or, you know, sure. earning a good. Li- I'm just kidding. Or root for the football, Cardinals. Football, it's or my root, escape on Sunday. Root but, for the Cardinals, maybe. Yeah, I could do that while I'm here in Arizona. Yeah, um, exactly. It's just something about uh, my home team of, of Cleveland. It's just yep. so hard year in, year out. But I hey, know. Talking about scams. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> good, well, a good segue. Well, yeah. And well, and you know, I feel your pain. I'm a, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. That's my team. So yes, sir. Uh, at least we're, we're finally back to 500. We're three and three, three wins, three losses for the year. So, uh, hopefully we'll, uh, keep winning some games here, but yeah, 
Um, scams. You know, I just uh, I've watched news stories about people getting taken for thousands of dollars and, you know, my heart just drops. It's just I'm enraged again that that people would do that to a fellow human being. But second, you've got to ask yourself, hey, could I fall for that kind of thing? I need to be aware of what's going on out there. So what do you have for us? Well, a National Council on Aging article, 10 Financial Scams Targeting Seniors, has some terrific information. At the outset, the article notes that according to the FBI, seniors lose more than $3 billion every year to con artists. And it's not just wealthy seniors who are targeted. Low-income, older folks are just as likely to fall prey to scams. And don't think it's always strangers committing these crimes. More than 90% of reported elder abuse which includes financial crimes, is committed by a family member. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. I, I hate to hear that for it, uh, you know, as well. Uh, and those are some jarring facts. So what's the first common scam that we need to know about? Well, the government imposter scam is probably one of the most common one around. Yep. In this one, the scammer calls their target and pretends to be from the IRS, the Social Security Administration, Medicare, or something similar. They may tell you that you have unpaid taxes and will be arrested if you don't pay up, or they may suggest your Social Security or Medicare benefits are about to cut off unless you provide personal information. And some fraudsters are so sophisticated, they can even make the phone number they're calling from appear to be the actual number of the agency they're pretending to represent. Yeah, it's crazy. And this is a big one, but you know what? I think a lot of people are onto this one, and hopefully... Uh, our, our listeners understand that when in doubt, hang up. That's the, those are words to live by because, in fact, uh, just hang up in general because if it's not somebody you personally know, the government is never going to call you. The Social Security Administration does not contact you over the phone. And exactly. if you really think, oh, no, I'm worried it might be legit, hang up immediately and then look up the actual number for the Social Security Administration or go on their website and contact them that way. They're always going to contact you v- via mail, sometimes mm-hmm. registered mail if it's really important. So uh, they won't be calling you. Government agencies don't call you. And and uh, really, you know who you'll never talk to on the phone in, in real life? The real people? Amazon, Microsoft, Google, <laughs> these companies. Uh, not only will they not call you, if you wanted to call them, you couldn't. So if you get a call from somebody saying they're from Microsoft and you've got a problem with your computer they can fix, they just need some information, it's a scam, just hang up, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Well, here's another one. The next common con is the grandparent scam. Often mm. the scammer will call an older person and say, Hi, Grandpa, do you know who this is? Once the grandpa throws out a name, the fraudster says yes and pretends to be that person. And from there, it's off to the criminal races. The crook will request money for an unexpected expense like a car repair or overdue rent. And they'll ask the grandparent to promise they won't tell anyone. And because these scammers typically ask to be paid by wire transfer or gift cards, once the money's gone, it's generally gone for good. Ouch, that's terrible uh, to take advantage uh, that way. And and I think another thing here is if you work with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Aaron, uh, they are a good resource. Aaron, you're a good resource. If you believe somebody's um, threatening you or trying to get money from you, when it comes to your money, a financial professional can help you smell a rat from a mile away, right? 
Definitely true. In fact, I tell a lot of clients, um, if somebody calls like that and you're unsure and they're wanting financial information, just forward them to me. I'll talk to them. And that's happened, you know, quite a few times actually. Yeah. And it's always a scam. Yep. They don't want to talk to me. No, no. So, so anyways, well, let's take a look at Medicare scams next. Because almost every American 65 or older automatically receives Medicare. Scammers already have an easy in to try their con. In this scam, the crook will typically pose as a Medicare representative requesting personal information like a social security number, date of birth, bank account, or something similar. But ask yourself, why would someone from Medicare be calling you for your birthday or social security number? After all, if you're already enrolled in Medicare, isn't it obvious they already have your personal information? If something falls off during a conversation, it probably means it's really off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gut is a powerful tool. If your instinct or your gut's telling you something isn't right, it probably isn't right. Besides, any legit business or organization is not going to have a problem with you verifying what they're telling you. So just say, uh, sorry, I need to confirm this on my own and hang up. Uh, like yeah. again, the government agencies won't call you anyway. So if they say they're with Medicare or social security automatically hang up, don't even consider that it might be legit because you'll be much better off. They'll contact you via registered mail if they need to. So I, I think you're spot on there. Uh, Definitely. yeah. Yeah. Trust your gut, trust your spidey sense, your spidey you know. sense, my <laughs> spider sense is tingling. That's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Well, Computer tech scams are another big one we hear about often. In this one, the scammer preys on the fact that some older folks feel intimidated by modern technology. When you're working on your computer, a pop-up message or even a blank screen will suddenly appear telling you your device needs repair. Mm. When you call the number that's given to you, the crook will either request remote access to your computer or will demand payment for a repair. Yep. If you receive this message and aren't co comfortable dealing with it yourself, Turn off your computer and ask a trusted family member or friend for help. You can also take it to your local repair service. Yeah, and this one, uh, my mother-in-law actually fell for this one and got taken mm -hmm. for a lot. And uh, so this is legit, and it sounds very legit because what happens a lot of times is uh, maybe they got an email that looked like it was from somebody they know. They clicked on a link, and all of a sudden, you know, it didn't go anywhere or whatever. They figure, oh, well... Uh, but then their computer starts running slower and slower, has problems. They have a message that says they their computer needs to be repaired because spyware was installed and uh, malware. And then um, somebody will call them on the phone and say, hey, uh, this is Microsoft. We noticed your computer's having a problem. And she fell for that hook, line, and sinker. Uh, and that's a bad one. So, again, Microsoft will never call you. Just take the computer to a repair person. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good one. Well, let's let's keep rolling. I mean, this has been a good show so far. I mean, I think it's probably scary, though, for people to hear about some of these scams. And uh, the good news is, though, with a little research, some due diligence and, and working with your financial professional, uh, you can really help protect yourself. That's the bottom mm -hmm. line here. But what's the next financial scam that you want to address? The next con, the National Council on Aging Article 10 top 10 financial scams targeting seniors addresses is sweepstakes and lottery scams. This is one I'm guessing many of our listeners are somewhat familiar with because it's a scam that tends to get a fair amount of media attention. Yep. In this scheme, 
Fraudsters tell their would-be victims that they've hit it big with the lottery or sweepstakes, but they need to make a payment to unlock the prize. (laughs) It's common for the victim to be sent a check that looks legitimate, but a few days after the deposit, the check is revealed to be worthless. But guess what? The crooks have already made off with the money you paid them, and you're also on the hook for any fees that might come along that about that bounce check that you just tried to cash. Well, you know, this one, it's funny you bring this up in this topic today because just last week I got a voicemail message on my cell phone from Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. We have a winner. And yep. And they said I was one of uh, I had won one of their cash prizes of one point seven million dollars. And it was very it was a message with a very legitimate professional sounding uh, woman on the message. And it sounded very legit. And they said, you just need to call and give us a few pieces of information. I immediately deleted it because I know that's a scam. But I looked it up just in case. And you know what? Uh Publishers Clearinghouse giveaway will never, ever call you. Uh, they will only send registered mail or come to your door in person. So With balloons. Yeah. 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 So so there you go. Um, that's a common one that I just, they fish. I There was a phishing scam on a text or a, a phone message I got just last week. Well, speaking of these phone scams, that's the next common form of elder fraud that we're going to talk about. Using the latest technology, scammers dial a huge volume of households around the world. Once they have someone on the line, there are any number of ways for them to try and rip people off. Some may tell you that it's your car's warranty (laughs) that's been expired or you need to re-up, while others say, can you hear me? And once you say yes, we'll hang up. From there, they'll use your recorded voice to authorize fraudulent charges on stolen credit cards. If you think you may have fallen for this one, reach out to your bank, credit card companies, and financial services professional to alert them about potential fraud. Yeah, that's a really common one. I mean, you've gotten those messages, haven't you? Your car warranty is expired. I get those all the time. Just about every other two weeks or month. (laughs) Yep, exactly. And again, like you said, if in doubt, reach out. The reality Mm -hmm. is you may not know you've been scammed until after the scam's completed, but your financial companies and your financial services professional like yourself uh, can help you quickly get ahead of the situation. Definitely. Now, romance scams are the next fraud situation that older folks should be keenly aware of. I know this is a pretty straightforward con job in which the scammer hits internet dating sites, seeking out victims using fake profiles and social media accounts. The crook will seek to exploit their marks loneliness. The fraudster will often claim to be living overseas and will ask for money to help cover the cost of visas, medical emergencies, and travel expenses to come visit the mark. Because this tends to be a long-term scam, the bad guys can often get a lot of money before they vanish. In fact, the article notes that in just 2019 alone, the Federal Trade Commission estimates that seniors lost around $84 million in romance schemes. You're kidding me. That that is terrible. That one is uh, particularly disturbing and despicable to me because it exploits the facts that uh, I think it exploits the fact that a lot of seniors live alone and maybe their kids and grandkids don't have the flexibility to spend a lot of time with them or don't live near them anymore. So uh, it means a lot of seniors can be isolated and sometimes lonely. But I think no matter how busy you are, if you have an older person that you love, make sure you reach out 
uh, often with a simple phone call or something like that. So you, you know, they're okay. And they know you're thinking about them because that's a bad one. That really makes me angry. Yep. And that's great advice, Tony. The next common scam, internet, email, and text message fraud is a doozy because there are just so many different ways to, that scammers can use it. As we noted earlier in the show, because some older folks aren't entirely comfortable with technology, they've become common marks for this particular fraud. We've already discussed the pop-up window computer scam earlier in the show, so let's now take a moment to look at email and text messaging phishing scams. With this con, the scammer crafts a message that looks nearly exactly like something you'd receive from a company or business you trust, requesting your personal information, or asking you to update your credit card payment. Then they'll use the information you've given them to steal your personal information and financial information. Like with phone scams, don't feel like you need to respond immediately. If you get an email or text from your bank account or credit card company, but something about it just doesn't seem right, find their contact number and give them a call. They'll be able to tell you whether the message is on the level. Don't forget that your bank, credit card companies, and other institutions work for you. You don't work for them. The least they can do is answer your questions and address your concerns if you think somebody may be scamming you. Well, and once again, it's all about the gut. You know, it's it's about your instincts. Some of those phishing messages are so good, you're sure they're the real thing. But honestly, how often does a completely random message asking you for personal information make sense? Uh, not often. So uh, really avoid those. But, uh, you know, uh, let's keep it going. I mean, some of these uh, common scams and frauds uh, that especially seniors uh, can fall victim to uh, it's really good to know about these and how to protect ourselves from them. So what do you have for us next? Well, now that we've taken a close look at some of the common scams out there, we're going to switch gears just slightly and discuss how you can better protect your financial accounts from outlaws who are looking to rip you off. A Forbes article, How Secure Are Your Financial Accounts and How to Protect Yourself, has some really useful and extremely user-friendly information. As the article explains, Constant vigilance is essential because con artists are doing anything possible to stay one step ahead of the good guys. For example, synthetic IDs are becoming increasingly common. With this scam, the crook combines public and stolen data to create synthetic identity that can be so good it passes facial recognition. Whoa, that's amazing. I'm going to get heartburn just thinking about that one. Uh, that's that's crazy. So when it comes to protecting our accounts, uh, what's the first thing you recommend? The first thing is to make sure you're aware of all your various accounts. Sounds simple, right? But I can tell you from my experience working with clients that it's easier than you may think to forget about an account. Once you have a full roster of your accounts and their locations, you can move on to more concrete steps like multi-factor authentication. Many banks, credit card companies, and other financial institutions provide this option. One of the more common ways to provide multi-factor authentication is through text message. With this method, you'll enter your password, but before being logged into your account, you'll receive a text message asking you to confirm that you're the person attempting to access the account. While it might take a few seconds longer to get into that account, this kind of step may go a long way in keeping your account safer. Well, yeah, and that's that's great advice. And the, the first couple times, you know, I use that multi-factor authentication. I, I was a little annoyed by it, like, oh, another step 
I have to jump through or hoop I have to jump through just to check my balance. But the Mm -hmm. truth is, after you've used it a few times, you don't even notice it anymore. And hey, if answering a quick text makes my account safer, uh, I'll take that deal. Exactly. That's a really great and accurate perspective. And the next prudent step when making your finances more secure is regularly checking your credit report. Regularly checking your credit report is free and easy on many websites. And you don't need to be a tech genius for this one. Just submit your information and boom, there's your report. Beyond regularly checking your credit report, you should also closely monitor your credit card and debit card transactions to ensure you haven't been the victim of fraud. If you have been, immediately call your bank or credit card company to alert them to the situation. Well, yeah, and that's that's a that's a big one. But uh, when it comes to finances, always knowing where we stand is probably the most important thing. And earlier in the show, you talked about the various kinds of financial fraud that are out there, and and we also noted, hey, work with a financial services professional to help protect yourself against these scams. Right? Very true. Savvy financial professionals know that part of their job is to make sure their clients are as confident about their assets. Using a password manager and getting out of the habit of using the same password over and over is another solid step when it comes to keeping your money more secure. There are many programs out there where you can use long and elaborate passwords for every one of your accounts that the program remembers on your behalf. Some have free versions that you can try out before bumping up to the premium version, which usually comes with a monthly cost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's another great tip. I I think that's uh, important. And I've recently started using a password manager. In fact, I always was wary of it, but I've got to admit it's a game changer because uh, I was definitely in the habit of using the same password on multiple sites. And, you know, well, I thought it was a fairly good password with some new unique characters. The reality is using it on multiple sites uh, makes you more vulnerable to fraud. Definitely. Paying for online purchases with a credit card rather than your debit card is another wise security step. Remember, it's possible that you might be on the hook for up to $500 in charges if your debit card is used fraudulently and you don't report it between 2 and 60 days after your statement was sent to you. On the flip side, if you use your credit card instead, you'll only be responsible for $50 in bogus charges. Additionally, Many credit cards already offer zero fraud liability policies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just have one card, has great perks. Uh, I charge everything throughout the month to that. And then when my bill is emailed, you pay it off in full, but you can get into trouble with credit cards. Uh, but the, using that, uh, you get more security and rack up perks. Um, so that that's the advantage there. Do you have anything else for us before we have to uh, end our show today? Well, once again, if you'd like more about what we've discussed today, I'd encourage you to visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, or call my office number, 480-284-6393, toll-free at 866-393-7799, to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. Remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Thanks, Aaron. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easel at First Guarantee Financial. 
Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799 or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, and affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.